podcast every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. And welcome to the Leadership Podcast. Today we're going to talk about uh, a, a moment that I had last night, and I wanted to share this with you as Leadership Podcast listeners. Uh, we uh, finished the fall session of the Players Box. For those of you who do not know, the Players Box is a ministry we started this year that it has an intent to help students who are under performance pressure to play, to enjoy their journey, to be able to be equipped with the tools necessary to to uh, live out their life, in sp- not only in spite of pressure, but because of pressure in a productive way and with, with a level of, of enjoyment. And so we finished the fall session last night, and we did so with a special intent and that is, uh, we brought the high school students over to our house for the last meeting. Uh, so there were about 20 high school students. And then we had a, a number of our adult coaches there. And we had a final session on on the issue of anxiety and pressure. And we talked through that. And then I took them. Uh, we all went down, coaches, students, and we went down and did some processing in our my basement. And for those of you who don't know, uh, 10 years ago, it's actually 10 years ago, about right now, we moved into the house we live in. And in that basement, unfinished basement area, I began developing uh, some projects. And that basement has become a great context for me to unleash creativity. But it goes deeper than that. When my parents died about 10 years ago, my mom, my dad died, and then my mother died soon after that, in cleaning out some of the boxes of my stuff from when I was a kid, <clears throat> I discovered some things from my childhood that meant so much to me, most of which were around football and then secondly, baseball and basketball. But a number of artifacts, um, a 1967 Johnny Hero Cleveland Browns figure, was one, and, and this then the, uh, the number of figures from that. And then I discovered these uh, four-inch Marks Toy Company figures that my mom had gotten me at a garage sale in 1969. Uh, 11 of the players were red, 11 of them were yellow, and about five or six different poses. Very detailed, but just solid yellow, solid red. And I looked at those, and... And thinking of my creative intentions when I was eight years old, but I didn't have the ability nor the tools, uh, channeling that eight-year-old, I thought, you know what, I can do something with that. And then I, so I turned those players into what has now become, I think it's literally 101 figures uh, going from the 1950s, the 1980s NFL all-decade teams down to the detail. And that has just manifested itself in uh, the top 100 Cleveland Browns of all time, the, based on the Cleveland Plain Dealer. Yes, there are 100 great Cleveland Browns players in the history of the franchise. There, there. Uh, if you're questioning whether there are enough to make it to 100, there are. 
but and then I have a whole jaw section. I have a whole baseball section. I have a whole basketball section. And so in the last 10 years, this has been the place where a couple of important things for me happen. And these are the four things, two of them in particular, that I shared last night. I said, to close out our season of training, let me give you a, a concise summary of the must-have developments in your life based on my experience. And they all start with GR. First, the utterly essential development of grit. Developing grit is the number one thing. That every other talent in your life is not as important as the grit talent. The ability to sustain effort when it's difficult when it often feels like you're failing, feels like you're not developing, the ability to stay with noble pursuits and ideas. And so developing grit is, is critical. And for me, you know, a lot of these projects I've done take a long time. They just take a long time. I've built another, a number of, of communities down there. Uh, I, I built, as many of you know, uh, Martha's Vineyard slash Amity Island with all the houses built and, and the beaches and the, you know, all the sites. It just takes incredible, like, patience. Developing grit is number one. We talked about that. The second one is expressing gratitude. There are two people in life. There are people who think I am deserved. I am deserved. I, I, and then there are people who think I am underserved. And the people who, 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 uh, who think I am deserved, I've earned it, and I'm underserved, you know, uh, they, they go through life with the angst of never enough. And then there are those who are uh, undeserved, and the, the people who realize everything in life is grace, everything in life is a gift, and those people live with a constant expression, expression of gratitude, and they go through life, everything is a gift. And the important part about that we talked about last night was the fact that, that uh, gratitude and anxiety cannot exist in your brain at the same time, and smart people flood their brain with gratitude. Thank you, God. Thank you. It's interesting, last night when we asked the kids to express it, the number of them said, just my legs. I'm thankful that I have two healthy legs, which is just so good to hear them. And my basement is an expression of gratitude. Merely everything down there is tied to a memory with my dad mostly, because it's mostly athletic, and then also my mom. Uh, and, and so my parents were far from perfect people, but boy, does my basement express a life of blessing. And I am so grateful. The third, developing grit, expressing gratitude, the third is the importance of processing grief. Life is about loss. And so it's no coincidence that this whole creative expression came after my parents died because it was a processing of their loss at a time when I was experiencing a loss of other things. A lot of other things in my life I was losing that I had been basis for my identity. And... Uh, and so processing grief, having a place where you can honestly face your grief, your loss, and as we teach the students, learning to sit in your sadness, 
learning to say today is a sad day and that's okay. I'm going to sit in that today. I'm going to, I'm going to understand it fully and processing that. There have literally been times down there where I'm down there at five in the morning doing work and some memory hits me. And I, it's, 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 it, and, you know, those of you who have grieved well have understood this. There have been times where I'm working on something creatively and there are tears running down my cheeks. And probably not happening if I don't have those moments in the, in the mostly dark basement with a focused light on to sit and to think through uh, memories. I just recently finished a scene from November 22nd, 1970, which was the first time that I went to a Browns game with my dad. I was um, nine years old. That's the first time I went to a Browns game with my dad, and I just, it was the Oilers versus the Browns, and just the joy of that, I still remember so, so much about that, and processing that, accepting that is so critical, developing grit, expressing gratitude, processing grief, and lastly, every day of your life, receiving grace. Grace is the undeserved gift of God, of His love and acceptance. It is the basis for our identity as people and as leaders, that I am a graced person, that my sins are forgiven. I don't have to worry about separation from the life source, God. I can plug into him every day in spite of my failures as a leader, as a person, because I have confidence due to grace to approach the throne of grace. And so it's so critical. And that has really a circle. Because the more grace-fueled your life is, the more gritty, gratitude, and, and grief-realistic you're going to be. Because you know that all the big stuff is taken care of. And I hope you lead out of that. I hope you lead out of grit. I hope you lead out today of a, a heart of gratitude, no matter how imperfect your life is or has been. I hope you live in the reality and the authenticity that, that all the time we're experiencing losses. And we can face that and sit in that, but most of all, that you're a grace-fueled person. Until next time on the Leadership Podcast, this is Charlie McMahon. Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word. And I will talk to you next week.